On today's episode, we are going to take a look at Coca-Cola's earnings, so let's get started. The first thing we want to take a look at is this company's stock price performance. And if we take a look at the all-time highs of February, which were $60.13, this company is still 24% below that price. So this company has taken a hit and it ended the day today, April 21st, by 2.4% down. And that's after reporting earnings this morning. Let's just keep looking at some more performance of this company. And here we can see in the past three months, this company has returned negative 20%. Year to date, this company is down 18%. And in the past year, this company has returned negative 6%. So now that we took a look at the stock performance, I wanted to go over some articles about this company's most latest earnings. And then we're going to take a quick look at this company's income statement, balance statement, and cash flow statement to see what's going on this quarter. So quarter one, non-GAAP earnings per share for Coca-Cola were 51 cents, which beat by 7 cents. GAAP earnings per share were 64 cents, which beat by 20 cents. Revenue for this quarter was $8.6 billion, which beat by $280 million, so it did beat analyst expectations by a bit. But compared to the same time last year, this revenue is down 1%. Not that big of a deal, not that big of a drop, and we're going to see if things are going to get worse or better for Coca-Cola in the future. Okay, so next we're going to talk about organic sales. They were flat for quarter one, and this actually beat analyst expectations. Analysts expected this to actually drop 2.2%, but they, it actually did a lot better than expected. Organic sales were up 4% in North America, which pretty much offset the 5% drop in Asia Pacific region. And this organic sales is pretty much if you and I go to the supermarket, go to a mini mark, and we go and buy a Coca-Cola or, or a can or any of their products and we purchase either the 12 pack, the six pack or whatever. So a lot of pe um, people were still going up, especially right now during the whole coronavirus. Everybody was stocking up and uh, I guess some people, I'm not much of a soda drinker, but I guess some people were just stocking up in sodas and what other and other drinks that this company has. The company also said that it's going to continue to gain value share in the total non-alcoholic ready-to-drink beverages during the quarter. Looking ahead, Coca-Cola says that there is going to be a decline in away from home sales. And just like I mentioned what organic sales were, away from home sales is a bit different. This is pretty much your restaurants or your movie theaters where they buy a whole bulk and they don't pretty much sell it by the bottle. They sell it by just a cup size so if you go to a movie theater you have a cup where you refill or if you go to a, a restaurant they fill your cup up it's not like you get an actual bottle so that's why away from home sales is and they are seeing a big decrease because of that and it's to be expected right a lot of restaurants are closed down amc movie theaters are closed theme parks are closed down and at the beginning of april they said they saw a volume decline of about 25 percent globally and that's pretty crazy that that's that's i think one of the main reasons this company is down a bit this um today coca-cola does believe though that the business that this is temporary and once business continues to open up they are going to see that strong growth again one thing they do mention in their earnings is that the first few months i think up to february where nothing was pretty much shutting down everything coca-cola was seeing a three percent increase in sales obviously when all that started to close down that sale growth started to decline but they expect once things pick up they're going to start seeing again a, pay, a huge pickup on their on their items 
So next, we're gonna take a look at this article from CNBC. They are saying that the company is cutting costs wherever possible. They're including pulling back on marketing spending. Executives said though that the company has no plans in cutting dividends. So if you're invested in Coca-Cola for the dividends, your dividends are safe for the moment. But they do say that they will not they will not make any significant acquisitions this year or they won't repurchase any stocks and this is actually something that should have been expected right at the moment i don't think any company is buying back shares uh i do think that maybe some tech companies are gonna buy some acquisitions are gonna buy some smaller companies right now while other companies are cheap especially if they have a strong balance sheet but again, Coca-Cola says they're not buying back shares or they're not buying back. They're not buying any companies at the moment. Next, I'm taking a look at this article from Wall Street Journal. And one point that I thought was pretty important from here was that the CEO said that as the virus crisis finishes, a new economic crisis will be the next phase. So Coca-Cola is ready for that. The beverage giant can shift toward refillable bottles, smaller packages and multi-packs all with lower price points. And I think that's pretty, pretty impressive, right? So Coca-Cola is saying, hey, once all this is back to, once the world is back to normal, unfortunately, some people are gonna lose their jobs. Unfortunately, some people are not gonna be making the same amount of money that they were last year. Um, last year. So we have to adapt with the new economy and to adapt that we have to make things at a lower price point. And to have things at a lower price points, we can do that with our with our manufacturing. We can make the sizes smaller. We can use different types of material. And I think that's actually pretty impressive for Coca-Cola to be able to do something like that pretty quickly. All right, so next let's take a look at this company's income statement. And here I don't have much to, to really discuss. First, just operating revenues, like I mentioned, was down 1% compared to the same time last year. And this is for the month ending in March 29th. So the overall, pretty much most of the world was shut down around this time. So I think it's pretty impressive to see only a 1% change during this time. Next, let's take a look at this company's balance sheet. And if you guys have been watching my episodes, you guys know that the balance sheet are, is my favorite document to take a look at. Also, guys, I did not say this earlier in the video, but might as well just say it now. Don't forget to subscribe, guys. Give me a thumbs up. I hope you guys are enjoying these videos. I enjoy posting these comments and it helps the channel. It helps the channel out so much by just a simple subscribe, a simple like, and even a simple comment. Let me know, are you guys liking Coca-Cola right now? What are you guys not liking about it? Make sure to share in the comments below. All right, so like I said, in the current assets, let's first take a look at total cash, cash equivalents, and short-term investments. This is pretty much anything they can liquidate pretty quick. In December 31st of 2019, this company had about $8 billion of cash. In just three months after, this company has increased its total cash by about $7 billion. And I think that's pretty impressive. But we're gonna see later on that this company actually took, all, took a, some form of new loan and that's where this cash is coming out. But it's still good to know that this company has some form of cash at hand. Total current assets, so total current assets have increased by about $8 billion. So right now it's sitting at $28.2 billion of total current assets compared to $20.4 billion. So about $8 billion increase. And again, about $7 billion of that comes from that extra cash that this company collected. The other $1 billion comes from the different other types of assets, but they're just a little bit here, a little bit there that's not worth really looking into. 
Now, total assets for this company right now is sitting at $94 billion compared to $86 billion three months ago. And again, that's all, that's about an $8 billion increase. Is it eight? Yeah, about $8 billion increase in total assets. And that's pretty much all coming from total current assets. There's no really big shift happening in the long-term assets, so no point in really taking a look into here and when i say there's no really big impact is i i pretty much just look at the at the assets and their numbers and if i don't see a huge increase somewhere then it to me it tells me hey this company is continuing to do what it normally does so there's no real reason for me to 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 really look that deep into it unlike how i did with the total cash and cash equivalents i saw that this company increased this cash by about seven billion dollars so i had to find out where that come that money came from and we see it later on in the cash flow next let's take a look at this company's total liability let's just start off with the total current liabilities right now it's sitting at 32.4 billion dollars compared to 27 billion dollars three months ago so that's an increase of liabilities by about five billion dollars so this five billion dollars of total current liability so this is things that they need to pay off in the next 12 months the increase pretty much comes from two parts loans and notes payable and current maturities of long-term debt and this is pretty much just debt that needs to be paid off and to see this increase happening here does not really freak me out even though yes there is a nice increase but this is just payments that they have to pay. This is payments that they've been had to pay. It's just maybe they have yet to pay it at the end of this quarter compared to last quarter, they might've paid it a bit early. So again, it, it did increase by a bit, but nothing to really throw a red flag. And we're gonna see in the cash flow statement, this company has paid a little bit less debt this year compared to, compared to three months ago. So that pretty much just tells you, hey, this company it's a little bit not a little bit behind but it might not have sent the check yet to pay for its debt next let's take a look at long-term debt this company right now is sitting at 31.1 billion dollars of long-term debt compared to 27.6 27.5 just three months ago so a small increase there and we're going to see this company has collected a has collected a bit of loans and that's why we see that increase in cash and cash position so next i have total equity just three months ago this company had 21.1 billion dollars of total equity now it's sitting at 19.8 billion dollars so not a big increase there was a decrease of total equity not that big but i definitely don't like to see total equity decrease because if total equity decrease it means one thing it means total liabilities is growing at a faster rate than total assets so this quarter total there was more assets more liabilities drawn than assets and it's not a good thing but at the end this company is still pretty positive so the final one we're going to take a look at is this company's cash flow so this is the only one especially right now with the whole coronavirus and companies needing to make sure they have cash at hand i pretty much wanted to see where this cash flow of of money is coming in in the investing side so first this is compared to a year ago so this is unlike where we were looking before which was compared to december of 2019 this is compared to quarter one of 2019 so about a year ago so this is pretty much this company just taking out a, a few loans so it took out about two billion dollars more in loans compared to the same time last year again i don't think that's a big deal next we're going to see this company's payment of debt this is how much company how much this company has paid off from debt this quarter compared to the same time 
This company right now has paid $4.8 billion of debt compared to last year where they put $9.6 billion in debt. So we can see why this company is, has a nice amount of cash right now. And it's just because it has yet to pay off its debt. But once it pays off that debt, we're going to see that we're going to see current assets drop a bit. And we're also going to see that current liabilities where we saw had increased go down a bit as well. So that's pretty much all from the cash flow, the income statement, and the balance statement. Nothing really crazy out here, and nothing really amazing either, if I may say. There was no true growth in revenue. There was a small change in the balance sheet. It was, there was a little bit in the offside, but nothing scary at all. And here in the cash, in the cash flow, nothing either that's really throwing me off. So I'm pretty neutral at the moment. What I am pretty positive are that new uh, are the the steps this company can do to adapt with the overall economy, especially with the price point shift in its items. I think that's actually a pretty cool way for this business to to develop to 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 react with the market and again coca-cola should probably be a very boring stock it's one that anybody can understand and i i'm pretty happy that it is a pretty pretty simple one to read all right so first let's take a look at this company's annual revenue estimates they say for december 2020 this company is expected to make about 35.7 billion dollars for december 2021 so that's two years from now this company is expected to make 37 0.9 billion dollars and you might say hey jose that's actually a nice growth happening there but if we take a look at past data and here we're taking a look at their most yearly most updated revenue for the full year of 2019 this company actually made 37.27 billion dollars of revenue so this quarter it does seem like it's going to be a slowdown maybe close to a five percent drop in revenue but in december 2021 it's gonna be a bit higher again i don't i don't i think that would be what like less than two percent growth compared to where they're at now but still a growth in revenue is, is still pretty good especially for a big company like coca-cola next let's take a look at this company's annuals earnings per share i only care about two years from now the type of investor i am i like to look at forward pe ratio so this company is expected to make two dollars and 22 cents in 2021 that gives this current um that right now gives this a, com a company a, a forward pe ratio of close to 20.99 um but i actually want to take a look at past data and see what typical price to earnings ratio for coca-cola are and last year was 26 the year before that was 31 then we have an average 27 25 26 21.3 18.1 18.6 um so we can see right it's it's actually be i want to say it's between the high teens and the high 20s so i wanted to do somewhere in between to see what what might be uh some form of i want to see the average and use that average to use with that forward for that forward earnings per share to see what kind of valuation i would give this company so i ended up doing a about a 23 average so if we do that 2.22 $2.22 which they're expected to make by 2021 times 23 gives this current price about close to 51 right now we're sitting at what 46 dollars 45 dollars so to me it there is potential in this company but is it one that i'm willing to buy right now i'm not sure i think there are other companies out there that might provide me with better results but again, Coca-Cola is not a growth company. This is a company that seems to have been doing pretty well during the coronavirus. So it's it's pretty much a, a, a defense growth company. 
And for me, I'm not pretty, I'm not looking for those types of investments right now, but there are some really good positives of the company. One, like I mentioned, it seems to me like a small growth, mainly defense type play to the way they can adapt to the market and to the economy. I think it's pretty impressive. And three, which I think is, uh, is, is really good is the current four PE ratio gives it a pretty much, I would say, I would consider it a be a bit cheap compared to normal so i think that's actually uh, a pretty good so at the moment i haven't made a decision yet I, i'm pretty much gonna lean to no but it does not mean that it's a bad investment it just means it's not the investment for me so i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode make sure to subscribe make sure to give a thumbs up and post on the comments are you gonna be buying coca-cola anytime soon or are you guys gonna pass on it as well